Hello, how are we? I hope everybody's doing well. I hope uh, everybody's healthy. I hope everybody is well and safe at home or wherever you're listening to this. Cycling, running, wherever it is. We're living some crazy times. Some really odd times with these riots in America. Um, Protests in Dublin. Peaceful, thank God. Thank goodness. And it's just, it's mad, you know. It's just roll, it's punch after punch in 2020. (laughs) The world can't get a break these days. I mean, can we just have a day where everybody's fine and everybody sits out and eats ice cream and has a great day? Probably not probably won't be happening this year anyways we're gonna have to wait until 2021 to have that day but this is kind of the stepchild to the very first podcast where i'm just going to speak my mind and the things that i've been doing i will have the the new the spanking brand new section or topic or whatever it's called segment that's the one new segment of the film section at the end but anyways there's some as i said mad times i don't really want to dwell on it too long because it makes me sad thinking about all those poor people you know getting the poor children that that video of the child getting pepper sprayed and getting more or milk pill milk poured on her it's really tough to watch there's that video of the black parents talking to their children and you know all the the protocols that they take in the house to kind of deal with possible abuse and um, discrimination from the parents it's been doing the rounds very very powerful and don't don't act like you're the tough man when that little girl starts crying and hugs her dad because everybody is a little glassy eyed when when that shows up you know tears are forming and you feel sorry for her god love her i think i'm just gonna try and break because that's all every anybody's seeing in the news these days is just riots and pain and COVID-19 and death and more cases and economic destruction and Brexit and Trump being mad and all of this and and Anonymous coming back I mean what the fuck like when did they they just jumped back at it they came out of the shadows to make a bigger return than Jesus Christ they resurrected right at the peak of destruction to essentially leak this just oodles of information about uh donald trump and jeffrey epstein very they their timing in fact was impeccable because there was there is a new i think it's number one in ireland today on netflix the jeffrey epstein documentary it's is it a tough watch yes is it particularly good i don't think so i think it gives a pretty i don't think it gives the in-depth view that i could have about him he was just he was an absolute monster first off but i i and so was his wife gillian maxwell for taking these poor you know girls and bringing them to the to these islands and stuff like that and bringing them into his florida mansion and just exposing himself and doing shocking things but the the documentary itself i don't think was that good i think it it probably didn't get into it, it had that kind of surface level of um donald trump and bill clinton you know hanging around and they killed him and all that and there's all suspicion about it 
but I think the best the best part of it or the most interesting part in my opinion is the very end where they have the external autopsy of his body and it essentially means that somebody else killed him but yeah that's if you're ever bored and you want to depress yourself a little more watch that because i've been watching it and it's great just to keep myself busy to try and uh you know take take my mind off all these issues and not that i'm you know discouraging all the great work that's being put out and the great messages that are being sent but you know there's just a point where you kind of want to cleanse the palate a little and you just want to watch a whole season of modern family and eat a big old tub of ben and jerry's ice cream normal people finished holy god what what a show 10 out of 10 in my opinion uh, i said it i said it from the start of this podcast when it first uh hit the hit the airways just unbelievable for those of you ha- that haven't watched it all watch it now it's unreal uh, i won't put any spoilers because there's not there isn't much to spoil but the acting from start to finish is impeccable absolutely impeccable and it's not just from tom mescal and daisy jones but it's 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 even the side characters they just they do so well in portraying almost these these people that we all know in our life or have at least met once like the in the first few episodes the the english boyfriend in trinity that's come over you know very posh we've all met one of those we've all met the educated brit that has come over and is flaunting his big brain and isn't necessarily a bad guy but like he more or less knows that he's better than everybody else here or at least he thinks it um the brother um just a really he he didn't even have many parts and many lines in it but i think he deserves a big tap on the back because he was it's people think it's easy to play a prick in a movie or a show but he embodied the irish prick stuck up his own hole you know annoyed that his younger sibling is overachieving and essentially making him look like a fool he lives in this stratosphere of being popular within a group of a hundred people within the small village while she's out there making waves and doing big things and that embarrasses him and and everybody has that everybody has met that person who is like very clearly jealous of their their younger siblings you know growth and development and you know achievements everybody's met it and that's why it's so good is that it i said from the start it gives such a clear concise view of not just teenage life but irish life in general and there's a re that's the reason that everybody's loving it and raving about it is because the sense of empathy within it is unbelievable it's it's palpable and you can say the writing is brilliant which it is you can say that the chemistry between the two actors is just electric which it is but it's that it's just the combination of all these things to make it so it's just so relatable you know you can really you can really feel and put yourself in the shoes of these people not that i've been living 
any sort of a life of the like like these people have but it it makes you it makes you it, it just involves you it just puts you in this position where you really enjoy watching the drama unfold because it's not even like gossip where you like it to unfold and you want it to be dramatic and this and that and you want to see who gets punched or hurt or anything like that you sit in for the ride and it just expands your mind you sit there watching and also uh, i we've it's it's from a book originally i've read a few chapters of the book it's fucking dead boring mind you but the show is great i won't say anything more it ended fantastically not easy to end a great show game of thrones taught us that but you know i hope they i hope both of them, Daisy Edgar Jones and Tom Mesco. I hope they both have a lot of. I'm sure they have fucking people knocking down the door to try and get them. They're probably the hottest property in English television right now. It's going to sweep the BAFTAs, I assume. If not, I'll be outraged. Personally, big fan. So that's all I've been doing to try and take my mind off of uh, <laughs> of this uh, weird world we're living in. Uh, I've been watching, I probably watched Superbad five times, my favourite movie. There's, you can say Step Brothers, I think Step Brothers is the only film that can compare to how funny Superbad is. It's just, they're two heavyweight titans of comedy. The one lot, just, and the more you watch it, the fucking funnier it gets, I mean to take it off the cuff to not to super bad but to grown ups just every because it's they like they're so funny Will Ferrell and John C Riley they do such a good job at just being these immature imbeciles in the bodies of 40 year old men or 45 year old men and every time I watch it, I laugh at something new. Fix that first thing. You're going to fix that fucking drywall. One of the best lines in the movie. And you, you'd probably miss it if you've only seen it once or twice. It's great. Super bad. I mean, why the fuck would it be, be between that and Muhammad? Muhammad's the most common now on planet. Read a fucking book. Brilliant. Just comedy gold. I laugh every time. I smile every time. I've been watching those to keep the mind off off the twit god i try i try i was gonna send a tweet about drinking too much cranberry and orange and or something stupid like that but i'm almost afraid to post anything these days that isn't related to the black lives matter thing and it's not this isn't a knock on any thing like that i think it's it should be spoken about you know the the atrocities that have been happening years and years and years to people it is you know it's not right but it's almost a sense of you can't you won't and you shouldn't tweet anything right now that isn't related to this subject because you know this is at the forefront of everybody's mind whether you like it or not you know and that's that's great and then there's this weird demographic of videos coming out that that are tried to find a nitpick within it within the whole protesting process and getting people riled up and it's just it's a big mess and 
I, I have full side show solidarity with everybody that's supporting it. I support it too, but I don't want to jump feet first in it because, frankly, I don't know enough about it to do it. And I hope I can educate myself further on it. But anyways, back to the things that I'm trying to use to distract myself. I myself don't drive. I do not drive. But I've been learning to drive for almost a year now. And of course my lessons have been cancelled because everybody's lessons have been cancelled. But it has come to a point where my mother and father said, James, you're you're doing fucking nothing. Learn to drive the car. We'll bring you out. And anybody that has been taught by their excuse me their parents in the car there is nothing there is nothing more tense than an argument when that car stalls especially when you're on a turn and there's a car behind you the sweat that drips down your fucking forehead and you look around and you look at your mum and your mum is afraid to say anything because you know you're about to smack the horn up. It's just, and you keep putting it and you keep stalling it and you, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. It's essentially somebody pulling the pants down and laughing at what you've displayed. That's essentially what it is to stall a car, that shift forward and back, the little spring back and forth. Painful. Thankfully, I've learned to not stall the car at every turn. I'm getting better and better at it. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be on the road soon. But it's just a, a wild experience. And I've had to apologise to my parents getting out of the car because I'm saying, like, shocking, shocking stuff to them. God love them. You know, and they've got patience of saints, as the second episode proclaims. But, uh... I think their their patience fa- finally broke, and they said, "James, you need to be uh, you need to be learning how to drive." And everybody should. It's a skill that I think everybody should learn, even though it's wildly expensive. Don't know why, just is. Moving on, um, I kind of, you know, I've talked shite for the last fifteen or so minutes, maybe a little less, and it's not going to be a long podcast. I've decided last week's one was very long because I got so heated in my uh, <laughs> in my uh, hating of school. But I think I'm going to just jump right in to the film, the film section. It's new. <clears throat> it's got its own little theme song here that has been so perfectly made. And the it's another documentary. For all of you who don't enjoy a good documentary, I pity you. Because some of them are great. And it's maybe not the most positive of documentaries. But it's Leaving Neverland by Columbia Pictures, I think it was. But that that it's a two-parter. I remember watching it the first time and just thinking, God, they are some bad parents. Because, and also, I, I I thought it was just a big joke that Michael Jackson had done, had allegedly been associating himself with these kids and all that. Um, but it, it it's obviously, and you watch it and you see all these court trials and stuff like that of the two, because it focuses on two kids, and one was from America in LA I believe and the other was from Australia 
all the way in Australia who had both of them had been abused by Michael Jackson allegedly and there is that sense of he's not alive to protect himself or say his part on it and they've come out and said this and I'm sure it's tougher for these people to come out and try and you know essentially like Michael Jackson he was so big he wasn't even a person he wasn't even a human being he was in this this world that nobody but him could ever have where he had insurmountable amounts of wealth and products to his name sponsorship unbelievable music and like i and that's the thing it doesn't focus on his music at all in it which i think is great but it does focus on that he was the biggest superstar to ever walk the earth and he was and it was because of that that he wasn't a human being he mentally wasn't right he was a child trapped in a grown-up's body and he could never mentally develop because he was being bombarded with these and it's, I, it, it touched on the documentary that his dad would apparently subliminally manipulate michael jackson's mind into believing that he was a child and there was these mad rumors that would come out because he was one of the few that they thought that he could hit the triple octave like mariah carey and freddie mercury but after he had gotten the surgery from being black to white he allegedly could never do it but in his songs he would never ever hit the triple octave and his dad had apparently stated that or it was stated that his dad would sit him in front of a television and stick these big old earmuffs on him or headphones and he would listen to frequency noises to try and get him to hit the excuse me to hit the triple octave madness just madness he wasn't a human he didn't have a normal life came from very humble beginnings with his whole family and he in my opinion i think he did them i think he did those things (laughs) because i mean and i kind of as i said these the parents were so bad if you're to blame anybody blame the parents and and there's one because the guy from australia even worked with michael jackson when he grew up you know he, he he was given this life by michael jackson and he had so much power at jackson that he bought the people in la a house he bought the people in australia a house in la so that the kid could be closer to to him you know for the foreseeable future he would have tabs on them and he would he would essentially manipulate them into saying that look if you say these things to your parents or say these things to the authorities uh, i'm gonna get thrown up and you know it'll be really sad and then they talk like they're like buddies like they're kids and it's really really fucking weird it's super weird and the reason that i blame the parents is that or i can maybe feel a little bit of sympathy for the parents it's just like the people in blackfish the trainers it's just like the people in tiger king is that they get completely sideswiped blindsided by a world that's new and exciting to them that they can't comprehend you know in blackfish the trainers 
overlooked the site or overlooked the idea that these things were being completely mistreated in tiger king nobody cared about the well-being of the tigers because they were fucking tigers and people got to pet them the parents overlooked the idea that their children were literally sleeping in the same bed as a grown man because that grown man was essentially jesus on wheels he was the biggest pop star to ever walk the earth with this as i said with huge amounts of money and I'm sure the families felt indebted to him because there's a moment where it lists out or there or there's a part where I think the guy his name's Wade Wade something or other from Australia and his first day there he went Rolex shopping Rolex shopping with Michael Jackson I mean look it's it's ridiculous and it's a tough watch yeah a very tough watch it goes into graphic detail about how he abused all these people and it, it, it's just shocking it's shocking how he was allowed to do these things or allegedly do these things because i suppose he was never convicted but it was it was really tough it was really tough to watch and it ties into the next the next thing that i'm going to speak about is the epstein documentary um very odd may not the hand to god not the best thing i've ever seen um very poor parts uh did you know it it showed it 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 showed how much of a monster he was and how much of a sociopath he was and how he could manipulate people but what i was more interested in was the um like the lengths he would go to get his own way like he found and it seems with all these with these creepy people that they have this knack this almost sixth sense for seeking out people who are vulnerable because they themselves were in a vulnerable position once in their life and they know they have a sense of empathy that can be worked for their malicious intent and that is exactly what jeffrey epstein did is that they he saw people these girls that were in a tough jam and he's like right they can make two hundred dollars for coming by going to my florida mansion and doing unspeakable deeds which he did and he kind of like michael what michael jackson did to the, the victim's parents he epstein had manipulated the minds of his victims to almost create a pyramid scheme of sexual abuse where he would get one girl and he said 200 quid to do these bad deeds with me and i'll give you 100 quid if you can bring more you know another girl to her and you don't have to be in here so it was really eat or be eaten with some of these girls like it's it's shocking and it i suppose it didn't there was a lot of unanswered questions in my opinion it didn't it didn't particularly talk about the it did at one point but the donald trump bill clinton relationship with epstein was very very brief and i would have liked to see just you know more certainly more around trump and uh, clinton how you know how they knew him and at the start of the the very start of the first episode i think it's a four-parter or three-parter and it it talks about how he's this super huge rich tycoon 
that has a, like billions upon billions of dollars and they said this i was like oh well how did he make his money and nobody knows after that documentary i still don't know how he made his money he, he i think he just he just persuaded very rich and powerful people to give him money and he will give them these deeds i mean i don't know how much money he made from that island that he had it's just it's tough to it's tough to talk about because it's such a grim subject but look it happened um if you're looking for something to do in the next few weeks or so check out the the epstein documentary it's it's very as i said it's not perfect but it's interesting and it's particularly provocative and i learned that his wife in question gillian maxwell is a monster she is just as bad as him she would essentially scout was a talent scout for these girls and could spot you know would the you know who's this girl let's bring her to the island or you know let's make business deals with these people and throw her around and and there is this like 25 minute section of i think episode three with prince andrew good god i i was i was told that interview with the bbc on how he was trying to clear the air was bad but jesus christ i have seen rocks that are smoother than him he 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 came up with this mad excuse that he didn't sweat that he didn't sweat what what no that's 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 not a thing and and every, I, I can just remember sitting there with my brother as like and he says no that's that's the problem i don't sweat and i remember me and my brother looking at each other like, he doesn't what he doesn't sweat of course he sweat just like everybody else just i how that man hasn't been indicted and sent to prison is beyond me how donald trump has been kicked out of office is beyond me how and i wouldn't mind his black book had been released they had a list of all the celebrities that had been to his island um the the name that stood out for me was matt grain the creator of the simpsons he had gone to the island heartbreaking to be frank it, it was it, it was a shocking thing to be told um it had it had so it had so many so many wild names on it. I'm just trying to think of of any big ones. There was, and there's rumors now that because Gillian Maxwell is no longer in USA because she would be convicted of these charges and probably killed just like Jeffrey Epstein. Apparently, she's fled to Paris. Uh, and was in talks with the the king of maybe the original monster in show business roman polanski a like a full-on child molester and you know he's in paris as well because he has french ties and so does gillian maxwell apparently it's a it's wild but watch it it's good watch leaving neverland it's better I think I think I, I'm I'm str- I'm struggling to think just I know I've been certainly flustered with this podcast the world is the world is literally on fire at the moment I, I don't know what to tell you it's just it's so weird it's so so weird 
I I'm laughing to myself, but I'm like genuinely nervous. Like, what will things be like after quarantine? What will things in the states be like after these riots? Hopefully better, but who knows? Um, guests are coming. They are coming. I I beg for you, those of you who are still listening, that to hold out hope, there will be more voices than just mine coming onto the podcast very very soon. And I hope that you have enjoyed listening so far into all the episodes. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.